You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Today, my featured guest is Mark Podolsky, and armed with only $3,000 gut-wrenching fear and absolutely no real estate experience, Mark bought his first parcel of raw land in 2001. Today, Mark is the author of Dirt Rich, the ultimate guide to helping you, Startup Nation, build a passive income, and owner of Frontier Properties, a very reputable and successful land investing company, and he's been buying and selling land full-time since 2001. By focusing on working smart, not hard, he has completed over 5,500 land deals with an average ROI of over 300% on cash flips and over 1,000% on the deals he sells with financing terms. Prior to his land investing success, Mark has a high, had a high-stress, soulless corporate job. Sucked the life out of him. You guys get that? And he felt trapped in a state of solo economic dependency, meaning his income stopped as soon as he stopped working. Right, But today, this guy's winning, man. He's the host of one of the top-rated podcasts in the investing category on iTunes, aptly titled The Best Passive Income Model, and the host of the Land Geek podcast, Work Smart, Earn More, Learn How. So welcome to the show, Mark, to your top one, uh, to your first 100K, top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship. Go ahead and just take a minute, fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Yeah, so the the current podcast right now is the Art of Passive Income podcast. Although the other two are, you can still find on iTunes, but they're not being updated. And other than that, I mean, I think it was a a pretty good synopsis of of how I started. Um, if you want to get into the details of it and really rewind the tape, um, in two thousand, I was a miserable, micromanaged, forty five minute commute to work and back investment banker specializing mm. in mergers and acquisitions with private equity groups. And Joseph, uh, it got so bad for me. I wouldn't get the Sunday blues anticipating Monday coming. I'd get the Friday blues anticipating the weekend going by really fast and having to be back at work on Monday. So my firm hires this guy and he's telling me that as a side hustle, he's buying up raw land, pennies on the dollar, 
he's flipping them online and he's making a 300% return on his investment. And I'm looking at companies all day long. A great company, great, has 15% EBITDA margins or free cash flow. Hmm. Average companies, 10%. I'm looking at companies all day long, less than 10%. So of course, I don't believe them. I've got three grand saved up for car repairs. I go with him to New Mexico. I do exactly what he says to do. I buy 10 half acre parcels, an average price of $300 each. I flip them online and they all make an average of $1,200 each, 300%. It worked. So I took all that money. I went to another auction and this is in you know, 2000 in Arizona where I live and no one's in the room and I'm buying lots of acres for nothing. And so I sell all that land. I made over $90,000 cash. So I go to my wife and she's pregnant. I said, honey, I'm going to quit my job and become a full-time land investor. And she's like, absolutely not. So I said, okay, okay, okay. So it took me about 18 months for the land investing income to exceed the investment banking income. And then I quit and I've been doing it full-time ever since. You know, for all you wives out there that have more common sense than us men, we just want to say thank you. Thank you. You know, sometimes we make these emotional decisions chasing the rabbit with the, the shiny gold coin sticking out its rear end. And we're like, I could catch it. I could catch it. I know it. But, you know, sometimes we do it prematurely. And uh, we cash in everything and we jump in. Well, just like any startup business, it takes time. It takes hard work. It takes education. It takes practice. That means showing up to the field and practicing day in and day out without any payoff or very little. You got to put in the time. You got to put in the practice. So Startup Nation, just an important lesson there for you that Mark's wife taught him, which is, hey, don't lose or give up or trade in what's already working in your life to chase the thing that presumably will work better, right? Try to find a way to hold on to that until you can prove it. Hold on to what you have, the good that you have, until you can prove the new thing and it can replace your income. Then you make the jump. So for all of you that get that timing wrong, that's the timing. That's the right timing. Replace your income with what you're moonlighting, the project on the side. Now you've proven it. Then make the jump and go all in. That's the way. All right, Mark, thanks for sharing that with us, man. That's, dude, cool story. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. like like really cool, $3,000, you know? And I'm guessing you didn't fix your car. I did not fix my car until later. Okay, got yeah. it. With the 19,000, he's like, I went and bought a, a new car. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, and you know, it's weird because my first 100,000 kind of came too easily. In a, in a weird way. Um, and there's pitfalls of that. Like most people talk about the struggle, but nobody talks about, well, what happens to your head when it comes too easily? And, you know, the arrogance that comes with it and the, uh, the sense of invulnerability. Mm -hmm. And that was quite a, a crazy ride that I had to go through. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, right? At age 19, I partnered with some business guys who were just smarter than me, and I had hustle and drive, and I was good at communicating, and they saw that, and I went out and did the sales and built the teams, and they did the business office stuff. And uh, in 12 months, we did seven figures. 
it came quick. It came fast. It came heavy. And I was now in charge of 50 lives and I couldn't even figure out my own. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And a workaholic, right. Worked 110 hours a week in that business. Well, that's not sustainable. Had no life whatsoever. And then four and a half years later, I burnt out, semi-retired, lost everything. Because to Mark's point, I didn't know what to do with it, how to do it. I didn't learn the principles of success. I just got some of the results. Right. So, Mark, thanks for bringing that into this. All right, Mark, let's get into it, brother. Uh, Take a minute, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. So, well, I'm going through a divorce. I don't know if Mm. many people in my business life know that, although I do write about it occasionally, but not, not often. I don't talk about it very often. So that's, that's probably a very big one right now. Um, But it's been, you know, two year separation. It's a, it's a complicated divorce when you, Mm. when you have a lot of companies, but hopefully we'll be going through that again to an end to it very soon. Um, I have an amazing woman in my life now that, um, I absolutely adore and respect and, uh, it's going great, but, uh, you know, going through, uh, a divorce, uh, for those of you and probably 50% of you have already gone through it or will go through it. Uh, it's, you know, there could be a lot of head trash there, Joseph. Yeah, for sure. If you don't mind me asking, you have kids involved? Well, my kids are older. Uh, oh, but they're not happy. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. got 21, uh, 19 and 17. Okay. Yeah. It's helpful that they're older as this is happening, um, for sure. But still, like you said, they're not happy. They're not happy. They're not it's, happy. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough, sure. man. Kids get the, the raw deal of it, you know? All That's right. It. All right. On a later, a lighter note, um, let's talk about, you know, the money came quick. The six figures came quick, right? You made the hundred K in land deals. You're doing 300%, you know, return on investment. Your head gets real big, ego inflated. You feel invincible. Um, what happened? I mean, did so, you lose so, any? Did you make a mistake somewhere? What? Tell us. The I, story. I made a lot of mistakes. So 2000, really, I got hit to, you know, 2008 was no fun, but really I was profitable 2008, 2009, um, but I lost 50% of my income in 2010. Mm. So I do uh, a lot of owner financing and people would be calling me and saying, Mark, you know, I want the land, but it's between food or making this land payment mm-hmm. and I'm choosing food. And so I had what I call Parkinson's law of money. So the more money I made, the more money I spent. I had you know, a big house, I had luxury cars. I had, uh, you know, my wife didn't work, but I had a, ni- and a nanny, I had a housekeeper, you know, five days a week, private schools. Um, and just, I built this huge treadmill of overhead for myself. And the crazy thing is, is that when we were forced to get rid of the house, sell the cars, public school, you know, fire the nanny, fire the housekeeper, move into a way smaller home with actually better neighbors. We were way happier. It was the weirdest thing. We're playing, uh, you know, Monopoly or charades as a family versus, you know, my wife and I going out to like a fancy dinner on a Tuesday night and leaving the kids home 
with the babysitter. So in, in a weird way, it was like the greatest blessing. Mm. Uh, and it also sort of, you know, I, I realized that there's nothing out there externally that was going to make me happy. It was never going to be enough for me because I didn't feel like I was enough. And so in a weird way, once it all came crashing down um, and I was able to sort of reevaluate what's really important to me and my values, my happiness levels has, has been off sort of the chart, if you will. And um, just feeling like no matter what happens out there internally, I, I feel like I am enough. And uh, it's, you know, I've got, I've got all the things that, or at least I try to try to get all the things money can't buy, which is, you know, fit body, a calm mind and uh, you know, deep, meaningful relationships. Mm. Mark, thanks for opening up, opening up to us. Right. You know, we don't know each other. Sure. Right? You got half the world listening right now, like, you know, and you just like, Hey, I didn't think I was enough. I had everything yeah. that the world says would make me happy. And I got lied to, you know? And uh, on the inside, I was hurting, man. You know? And then when I emptied it all out, got rid of it, man, I felt happier. You know? Like, that's, yeah. this is this is the trap we deal with, right? Uh, these are the guys I get to work with, right? <laughs> they get to the top and they're like, crap, this isn't what they told me. Why do I feel worse? I bought the fancy car. I have the expensive payments. I got all this stuff. And now I'm getting all the looks from everybody that I don't I don't want those looks. Like they see everything I have. Now they're acting different. Like my life just went to crap. <laughs> the more money I got. It's very yeah, true. It's 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 the weirdest thing. Um it it's it's so true. Um you realize that all that stuff is really just signaling to other people. Yeah. And they really don't care. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we got all that virtue signaling going on right now in society. You know, this is status signaling, right? And money Mm -hmm. and power signaling and and all that. Now, Startup Nation, as you're listening to the show, we're about 15 minutes in and you're like, what the heck am I listening to? You're supposed to be teaching me business strategies to make more money and you're guilting me about making too much money. No, you're missing the lesson. The lesson is go out there and build a successful company. Do it for the right reasons. Do it for your family. Do it for your your spouses. Do it for yourself. But do it right. Do it in a way where you are enough and the stuff doesn't make you happy. Like your family makes you happy. Your relationship with God makes you happy. And then the material stuff is just bonus, right? But never sacrifice the people who matter for the things that don't. That's that's what Mark's teaching us here, and I think it's a valuable lesson, right? All right, Mark, let's get into some business stuff, darn it. Yeah. Jeez, man. All right, what was your number one marketing strategy that helped you attract more customers, right? Because you, you need leads in any business, land deals, all right? Because you painted over that little success, early success, real quickly, but I want to just go in there. You said, listen, I bought all these little half-acre parcels, and then I turned and flipped them online. And sold those babies. Well, where'd you get the leads, man? How'd you market these these uh, bad boys and turn it so quick and make the ROI? I want to know. They want to know. Let's go. All right. If you want the full business lesson, I'm going to give it to you right now, Joseph. Okay? I'm going to walk you through the whole business model. Soup to nuts. Three minutes or less. 
You ready? All right. All right. Startup Nation, grab your pen and paper. Let's go. Mark's about to where, drop it. Here we go. Where, where do you live? Tampa, Florida. Yay. We Tampa win every Florida. sport. I don't know what's going on here. Go ahead. It's awesome. Okay. So my partner lives in Tampa too. So beautiful. Uh, love the Columbia Burns. Okay. I digress. Anyways. Burns is my favorite. Steak, it's so good. Wine. Oh, so good. That, that dessert room. Anyways. You're in Tampa, but I'm going to assume that you own five acres of raw land in Colorado, and you owe $200 in back taxes. Uh, you've so been stalking me. No, do do I? Yeah. <laughs> no. So so you're essentially advertising two important things to me. Number one, you have no emotional attachment to the raw land. You're in Florida. The property's in Colorado. And number two, you're financially distressed in some weird way because we don't pay for things like our property taxes. We don't value them in the same way. As a result, the county treasurer keeps sending notices saying, Joseph, if you don't pay these property taxes, you're going to lose that property to a tax deed or a tax lien investor. So all I'm going to do is look at the comparable sales on your five-acre parcel for the last 12 to 18 months. I'm going to take the lowest comparable sale and divide by four. And that's going to get me a Warren Buffett would call a 300% margin of safety. So I'm going to send you an actual offer on your five-acre parcel. But let's just use easy math. Let's say the lowest comparable sales, $10,000. I send you an offer for $2,500. Now you accept it. Why? Because for you- I want the monkey off the back, man. I want the monkey off the back. It's better than nothing, right? So in reality, three to 5% of people accept my quote unquote top dollar offer. But now that you've accepted it, I have to go through due diligence. I have to confirm you still own the property. I have to confirm back taxes are only $200. I have to make sure there's been no breaks in the chain of title, no liens or encumbrances. All this I can uh, outsource to my team in the Philippines. They're connected to American Title Company. Costs less than 11 bucks. Now, if it's more than $5,000, I'm not going to take any risk on title. And I just close traditionally through a title company. But this is only $2,500. Everything checks out. I send you a check for $2,300. I send the treasurer a check for $200. I own this property free and clear. Now, Joseph, I'm going to sell it 30 days or less. I'm going to make a cash flow. So I have a built-in best buyer. Do you know who it is? Me. Someone else. You. No, you just sold me the property. I have no idea. Who is it? The, the neighbors. The neighbors. Shush so I'm going to send up. out neighbor letters saying, hey, here's your opportunity. Protect your privacy. Protect your views. Know your neighbor. Oftentimes, the neighbors will buy it. Now, if they pass, I'll go to my buyer's list. If my buyer's list passes, I'll go to a little website you may have heard of. It's called Craigslist. It's the 15th most trafficked website in the United States. I'll go to one I know you've heard of called Meta, buy, sell groups, and a marketplace. And then I'm going to go to Lands, landmoto.com, landandfarm.com, landsofamerica.com, landflip.com, landhub.com. These are platforms where people buy and sell raw land. But the magic in the marketing is in the pricing. So I'm going to price it irresistibly. So all I'm going to ask for from my new buyer is a $2,500 down payment to control that five-acre parcel. And then I'll make it a car payment. Let's say $297 a month at 9% interest for the next 84 months. So it's a one-time sale. I'm going to get my capital out on the down payment. I could go six to 10 months out. And then I'm going to get $297 a month of passive income at 9% interest the next 84 months. Joseph, no renters. No rehabs, no renovations, no rodents. And because I'm not dealing with a tenant, I'm exempt from Dodd-Frank, RESPA, and the SAFE Act 
all this onerous real estate legislation. So then it's a simple game that we play. Can we create enough land notes where our passive income exceeds our fixed expenses? And now we're working because we want to, not because we have to. Startup Nation, I know nothing about buying raw land, and I tracked with Mark on that. Did you? I mean, obviously, he's making it sound easier than it is, just like anything in life. There's a lot of minutiae in there, right? Like an parents zoning, all, all this stuff, right, that he was, he was talking about. Deeds, titles, all of it. Due diligence. But he also said you could hire that out, which is really cool. Really cool. I like automation. All right, Mark, you just spelt it out for us. And I bet if someone just clicked replay four, five, ten times on this show, they now have your business model. And they could go and yeah. do this successfully on their own. Is that correct? Well, they would need a little bit more education. But I'll tell you what, I could help them. I give them a free course, how to double their money 30 days or less. And then, Always then be upselling, could... baby. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. All right. So yeah, they're going to need someone to mentor them and guide them through, but you gave them the model, yeah. but there's going to be those speed bumps along the way. What do I do when it doesn't go exactly the way Mark just shared and life doesn't show up that way. Business doesn't show up that way, but thank you for sharing that with us. I mean, that, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And it just goes to show, I mean, you could do a real nice volume play on that. Those 297 cash flow per month times 10. What if you own 10 parcels? What if you pay? Hey, I'm going to 20 now. I'm going to 50 now times 297 startup nation per month times 100. That starts to add up. There you go. Passive income. Mark, I like it, brother. All right, man. Tell us this. What are your, what's been your number one success habit that helps you Stay motivated, stay driven, deal with the day-to-day minutia, the things that just don't go well or right or people show up wrong and, man, mess with you, mess with your model or your personal life, right? Like you said, you're going through a divorce. I'm guessing you're probably going to lose 50%, if not more, of everything you've worked so hard to achieve and acquire. Like, and stay motivated now pursuing and starting all over, like knowing that the whole back end's going. Like, that's rough, man. How do you stay motivated? What's your success habit? Well, I think that the, the, my number one success habit is just meditation. So now I like to take care of myself. Um, the analogy is like, you know, a million dollar racehorse. Like, how would you treat a million dollar racehorse? Well, you would work it out. You would rest it. You give it nutritious food, right? Um, so I kind of try to use that as an analogy for myself so I can keep doing what I do and, and have longevity with it. But I would say my number one success habit is meditation where having the ability to watch the thoughts, listen to the stories, realize they're just stories, they're not real, and not really be... Uh, suffering with all these things, right? So many people, I think, cling to what their their story is, and it's mm -hmm. just a story, and um, and suffer. So I can just sort of reframe it, uh, you know, and just say, hey, look, it's yeah, I'm losing half, but now uh, 
I'm getting tested and how resilient can I be? How, how um, smart can I be with the money I do keep? How grateful can I be for what I do have instead of looking at what I'm losing? And I think the, the daily meditation of, of doing that um, has been immensely helpful, helpful for me. It's awesome, brother. All right, we're speaking with Mark Podolsky. You can find him at thelandgeek.com, thelandgeek.com. That's what he does. He geeks out on raw land, buying it up, and he's going to teach you how to do it, I suspect. All right, Mark, welcome to the hustle round, one of my favorite parts of the show. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about 10 seconds to, sorry, three seconds to answer each. I just took some. Three seconds okay. to answer each. Think of it like a game show. It's just for fun. Don't overthink it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. What's your favorite thing about owning your own passive income business? Total freedom. Total freedom. Mic drop. What's your least favorite thing? Uh, taxes. Taxes. No total freedom anymore. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life, Mark. It's just part of the human condition. Other than the divorce you're going through, well, that's clear and obvious. Uh, what are you currently challenged with, struggling with, either professionally or personally? Uh, my relationship with my daughter. She's going through a tough time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we spoke about that. What are you most afraid of? Uh, I'm most afraid of, I want to say death, but I don't know if I am that afraid of death. Maybe, maybe dying a long, suffering death. Yeah. Drawn out death. Right? Drawn out death. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in this business? Uh, creating another job for myself. <laughs> yeah. Work, work, work. Busy, busy. Self-importance. What secret fear do you have about people? What secret do I have about people? What secret fear do you have about people? Um, I don't have a secret fear about people. I love people. Uh, I think everyone's just doing their best. I, I have a lot of compassion for everybody. He's like, my meditation's working. I love people. They love me. We're good. Yeah. I, what's your secret fear? <laughs> you know, it used to be that uh, people would uh, falsely accuse or misjudge my intentions. And, and that definitely was a lot of my life. Now I'm just at peace with me. Right, I like me. I know who I am. I know I'm there to serve and love people. So I've let go and blown up that rock in my head, you know. But that's what it used to be for sure. Yeah, yeah. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? Uh, how to delegate, systematize, automate, and uh, get myself out of the business. Yeah, for sure. What's a new habit you're going to create this year, Mark? I want to learn to surf. Let's go. In Phoenix, Arizona? How do you do no, this? No, I'm, I'm going to spend uh, a lot of time in, in San Diego. Nice. I, I lived in both, Scottsdale, Arizona, and San Diego. I had a business yeah. there. Uh, what's a bad habit you're going to break this year? So it's been an ongoing struggle with uh, dopamine hits. So I'll just sort of just habitually check email. Did I get a good email? Did I get a bad email? Did I get a sale? Whatever it might be. Um, it's, you know, I go through ups and downs with it, uh, but I'm really trying hard. I took email off my phone mm. and yet I still find myself grabbing the phone habitually and having to put it back. 
So yeah. that's been a struggle. And you're right. The science shows there are dopamine hits like crack cocaine, man. And and unfortunately, it's attached around our self-worth. Am I important? Do people love me? I don't know. Let's check. Oh, shoot. They didn't respond. I don't love. They don't love me. Right? Like, it's like, it's amazing. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Uh, calm. Tranquil. At peace. Peaceful. Man, you sound like a running water down a stream in the forest. Pick three wor- Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business. Arrogant. Uh, just selfish. And uh, arrogant, selfish, highly motivated. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like a dangerous person. <laughs> Watch out. Here he comes. And last question, Mark. If you could come back to life after you died... Look your family, your friends, your kids in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about real success in life. What would you say to them? It's all internal. There's nothing out there that will make you happy. There's nothing out there that will provide you success. It's an internal game. All right, Startup Nation, there you have it. True wisdom. It's okay to go get the material things, but don't. Put all your emphasis on them. Make your family, your friends, your relationship with God, make that your most important priority. And then all the rest is gravy. It just adds to it, enhances it, expands. All right, Mark, uh, part of the show we're now at where you get to give Startup Nation a homework assignment. All right, they're listening. They're stuck somewhere in their business, whatever industry. They just can't get past the 100K mark prior to what you're about to give them today, but now they're going to. What's the homework assignment? What's the one action they need to take this week that will move them forward from where they feel stuck? Well, I, I would say that being stuck is, is normal in business. To get unstuck again is going to be a head game and just maybe revisit a book like The Dip from Seth Godin Maybe, uh, you know, think about, you know, a book like Grit um, and, and really just, or, or maybe you need to revisit your, your entire business. So that's the other thing. I love that Warren Buffett quote. It's not how hard you row the boat. It's the size of the boat. And, you know, from an investment banking standpoint, how big is your market? Um, and then just kind of getting to first principles. What's your why? Revisit your why. Uh, you know, Joseph sort of talked about it in the beginning. Um, without purpose, everything's a distraction. So are you distracted? Go back to the fundamental roots of your purpose and, you know, with a little bit of grit and uh, a little bit of savvy, you'll be able to pivot out of it. All right, Startup Nation. Do you accept this mission or not? Do you want more in your life? Or are you just pretending you do? Because you like complaining to people. I mean, like, look in the mirror. Ask yourself, what do you actually want? And then, why do you want it? Like, write down the why. List it. List all the whys. 
Because those whys you get to revisit when it gets hard. And you go, oh no, this is why I'm going to push through today. Make the calls, even though I don't want to. This is why. All right, Startup Nation. Do you enjoy this show? Do you enjoy my New York accent? I get it. It's a little sexy. I get it. I'm kidding. If you enjoy the show, you enjoy guests like Mark giving you their business model on a silver platter, go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to first100k.com right now. Write an honest review. Uh, If I like what you write, I'll give you a shout out live on the show. Live on the show. And uh, I'm about to do one of those right now as Mark is uh, going to tell you how to find him, how to get in touch with him. Mark, what do you got for Startup Nation? Where do they go? And if they want to learn how to double their money, 30 days or less. And I think the best way to learn is by doing. I've got a free course. It's at thelandgeek.com forward slash quick deals. Thelandgeek.com forward slash quick deals. Awesome. All right. And uh, I want to give a shout out to The Dreaming 1979 wrote a review titled Engaging and Inspiring about this podcast. They wrote, so many entrepreneur-focused podcasts concentrate solely on the guest achievements rather than the value that the guest has to offer the audience. This podcast is different. A ton of actionable insights that you can apply to your own business right now and inspiring stories from other folks who have gone down the entrepreneur road and racked up a huge amount of success on the way. All right, The Dreaming 1979, thank you for that awesome five-star review. Startup Nation, go write your own right now. All right, Mark, thank you for being on your first 100K, my friend. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on a bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently. Like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. 
Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.